are clowns. <laughs> I, I love these little uh, beginning parts, man. Welcome back, guys. Bachelors in the City. We are back again. Myself, Dustin Kendrick, and Mr. Clay Harbor. How we doing, brother? I'm doing amazing, man. If I was any better, Dustin, I mean, I'd be you. I'd be That's, you. <laughs> you can never. You can never. Anyways, guys, I got some great news for you today. Very exciting news. And uh, I wanted to be the one to tell everybody, but... You know I'm happy about this. I know you're happy about this. We heard it. We found this out. He decided to go ahead and go public with it. That's awesome. And we have a new Bachelor. This is really exciting. And uh, I'm really proud, man. I'm excited. Clay Harbor, you're going to be our fucking Bachelor, my guy. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's really exciting. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm surprised, but you know, I'm really excited to, to really, to really dive into this process and, you know, be able to tell everybody, you know, firsthand on, on Bachelors in the City to get the news out there first, you know, that it's happening, guys. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's happening. I'm excited to see your ladies. Well, let's go on. Will you be able to continue the podcast with us or no? What's going Unfortunately, on? Unfortunately, um, I will not be able to continue uh, doing the podcast, but you guys will always be in my heart and in my mind throughout this whole process. So um, I'm just really excited about it, guys. All right. Well, guys, look forward to watching Clay Harbor as our next Bachelor. And also, I have to remind you that it is April and this is a late April Fools. <laughs> Got you guys, man. You guys, I hope nobody really believed that. But if you did, I, um, you know, just consider it your first April Fools joke. But yeah, it's the know, first I think one. We did pretty good. Yeah, first one. But be I careful out there. Somebody no else is going to try to get you. No one believed us. Oh, comment. Let us know if you guys believed it for a minute there. And, um, you know, I want to know your guys' thoughts on that April Fools. Attempt. Are we believable? In other news, though. Guys, we have been really sports heavy, and we're going to continue this train, and we're going to talk about contracts, deals. We're going to talk about all these things that are going on in sports right now. Get and really heavy into the contracts, the salary cap, just really interesting stuff. How much money exactly each team has to spend on each player. It's really exciting, and we think you guys will really appreciate it. And we have to say again, guys, April Fool's. April Fool. Emma will not. Emma has been on our case. Hey, guys, it's a little sports heavy. Let's remember our audience, and we do not forget you guys. We know our demographic, and we are going to continue to talk Bachelor on Bachelors in the City. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, guys. Honestly, a lot of it's probably my fault. You know, I'm a big football guy. I like to talk sports. I like to talk ball. But, uh, you know, I know you guys love The Bachelor, and a lot of you guys tune in to hear the tea, and we're going to get into some some tea today. We're going to drink some tea today about The Bachelor, just because you guys have been dealing with a lot of football talk. A lot of football talk. And we have had a lot of stuff go down in um, in Bachelor world. You know, even though the show's not running right now, there's a lot that goes on. And I keep my eyes and ears open, as so does Emma. She keeps us up to date with all this tea, so to say. So getting into Bachelor breakdown, I'm excited to talk about this news. Actually, me and Peter had a good laugh. The other day, because if you ever go on the show, The Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelorette, it's going to be a 50, 50 percent chance that you're getting people are talking shit about you on Reddit. And I've never really had anyone. I've had some stuff, but nothing really bad talked about me. But guys, some of you let it let me have it. I got roasted on Reddit. Holy shit. Emma, Can you read us some of the uh, read us some of these. I I don't read Reddit, but um, I've heard I've had my time in the spotlight there for sure. You should definitely but, not get on there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but 
If you want to have a good day, talk about I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to have a good day, Dustin. Some people, they want to roast me. You know, I'm fine with it. I'm doing just fine. I'm secure with myself. I'm healthy. I'm rich. I'm living in Chicago and New York. I'm loving my life. So if you want to roast me, feel free to roast me. I am in a great place. Guys, please roast him. Please don't ask Clay for, for me. I gotta say, as the target of most of the criticism that this podcast gets, it ain't where it's at. Hey. I, I've somehow become like the the targets on my back. I'm the scapegoat for this podcast, so I'm glad that everyone who's listening hates me. Uh, You're a great person, Emma. We love you. Thanks. So I don't care what they say, Dustin. <laughs> I mean that that doesn't go for you. Um, <laughs> doors open to roast Dustin, but oh, I welcome all the, all the uh, all the roasters. Graduated college in three years, nine years in the NFL. Oh, my God. Oh, here we life. go. Come oh, on. Okay. Bring it so on. the Reddit thread Bring in reference. Bring it on. There was a post two weeks ago that says, Dustin's criticism of Rachel and Gabby on Bachelors in the City. So it's official. Bachelors in the City has made it on r slash The Bachelor, which is huge. And you guys can talk your 104 comments of trash. We've made it. But the comments or the uh, post starts by saying, my favorite Bachelor podcasts are uploading their recaps late. So being in desperate need to hear people talk about it, I decided to listen listen (laughs) to Dustin and Peter talk about it on their podcast. Woo, was that a mistake? And it goes on from there. It is a long-winded analysis of why you are a bad person, Dustin, and why... Can we hear some of it? Yeah, here. I'll read a couple clips from it. Do the better ones. Uh, the I only needle. listened to the part on the rose ceremony from Hal, so please feel free to correct me if you walked it back when talking about part two. I was a really big fan of Dustin originally. He seemed like the perfect boyfriend type, but his hot takes on this one really freaking pissed me off. He has literally zero empathy for Rachel and Gabby at the beginning, and he was so big on Clayton's defense that somehow he decided to swing into being critical of the girls. So... There's another sentence in this where he doubt where he doubles down, but it's literally so incoherent and impossible to follow that I can't even type it out. I legitimately had to stop listening because I couldn't fathom how he or it is in reference to you saying it looks like she doesn't want to be there anymore. And they say that you were too critical and judgmental of the girls trying to comfort themselves. Did anyone else listen to this? Did I miss something that would make this not gross? Mind-boggling. Just utterly mind-boggling. And then there are 104 comments that go from varying levels of understanding your take to calling you the worst person alive. I lost wow. a lot of respect for a lot of people. Man, holy moly. What? Oh. So can we get what did you say? I'm curious. I don't remember. I wasn't on that episode. What did you say about Gabby and Rachel that got everybody up in arms. I think I just said it look, didn't really look like they wanted to be there. It looked like they were more so friends with each other than wanting to pursue a relationship with Clayton. But also, like, I don't remember if I was defending Clayton. I roasted Clayton majority of the season. Like, I'm not taking anybody's defense. I'm, I'm, I'm roasting everybody. But I, I don't think I roasted Gabby or Rachel. I think I just said, like, it just didn't seem like... They wanted to be there. One left. The other one's like, damn, did I make the wrong move? Should I have left? I'm sure it's all confusing and whatnot. But that's the part of this game. I get to talk a little bit of shit on what I feel. And that's that. Everyone has different feelings and observing different things. And, you know, I never talk shit about anybody really like bad. 
I don't. Even, I didn't talk shit about. Him. Did I, Emma? I don't. I don't. I don't think that it was talking shit so much as it was like we were very much so in the defense of Clayton because Clayton did get set up for failure, and you can look all the way back at the beginning of his season when they announced him as The Bachelor and then they read mean tweets about him. Like, he was not set up for success in this process. And, like, working with Peter and knowing how much he had to go through and hearing his side of everything, it definitely puts it into perspective about what Clayton actually went through. And so I think that the fan base has been very divided. And if you're on side, like, if you see where Clayton is coming from, then you're automatically against the women. Or if you're with the women, then you're automatically against Clayton. And it's like a very black and white yeah. opposition. Sounds like uh, politics. I think I was yeah. talking about the double standard of things, too. I think I was just talking about the whole thing of everything I've seen. Since I've watched Bachelor Nation, I've only watched since I've been on it. And I'm sure maybe it wasn't like that in the past where, I mean, I'm sure women for sleeping with certain people in fantasy, fantasy suites definitely got got it bad for that but lately it's been the guys the guys the bachelors have been set up to be a villain and anything they do and it's just been a crazy double standard but i I, i'm sorry i offended everybody don't i mean that's your opinion dustin you're gonna if you have any opinion on anything you're gonna offend somebody stick to your guns that's how you feel it's how you feel you're allowed to have an opinion if somebody agree disagrees with that they're allowed to disagree with your opinion that's the beautiful yeah. thing about the country where li- we live in. We can all have opinions. We can have opinions on religion. We can have opinions on health. We can have opinions on gender and, and all. We can have opinions on whatever we want to have opinions on. That's the beauty of this country. That's a beautiful, the beauty of this time. And stay opinionated. It, you know, it doesn't matter if somebody doesn't agree with you. You know, just remember back you know, 150 years ago, someone had the opinion that slaves literally were a natural order in the world. And some didn't have that opinion. Guess what? They fought a war about it. But that's the that's why we have different opinions. Yeah, because true. you have the conversation. You know, there's there's been there was opinions that women shouldn't have the right to vote. But now nowadays, if you have a different opinion or something that goes against the grain, people want to cancel you or say you're a bad person because your opinion doesn't match up with their own. The whole reason we are where we are as a society is because different opinions and people have to look at different perspective. It's called empathetic listening you see someone else's point someone else sees your point and then maybe you make some common ground and you understand where they're coming from you understand what they're saying and you don't go on um whatever and call somebody a bad person because they said something you don't agree with i don't know that's my thoughts on it clay harbour chose today to speak straight facts I appreciate it. That's a really... Uh, he ain't lying. I feel bad that we're going to steer back into reading some of these comments now because that was such a like uplifting moment. And I'm like, yeah, free speech, democracy. Just hearing, hearing my guy Dustin say, hey, he's apologizing for having an opinion on, you know, it's, it's obviously a TV show. It's all in fun. You know, something that we've both been on. I mean, we all have opinions on it. I think, in my opinion, I think I'm on, you know, Rachel and Gabby's side. I think they're... But Susie, in my opinion... Like, I don't understand where she's coming from. You know, Clayton went to the fantasy suite. That's how the Bachelor works. You saw Michelle's season. Michelle goes to the fantasy suite with all three guys. I don't know what happened. Nobody says anything. Did you not watch that, Susie? Did you not watch the previous seasons? You're going to get all upset about Clayton. You never said a word to him about it. You know, don't go to the fantasy. That's what you signed up for. You know, like, you know, he's building these relationships with these other women. He has to explore that. He's exploring. That's the whole basis of the show. You're exploring these relationships. If you have a problem with that, you should, you should talk to him and tell him, hey, 
you know, I know this is this is a crazy process. I know what happens, but you know, I don't think I can deal with it. If you do X with these women, I don't think I can proceed. You have that conversation, and afterwards, you know, you come at it in a certain way. I mean, we all have different opinions, but let's get into some more of these comments. I think it's uh, I think it's funny. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Went on with a little tangent here, but I love it. That was good. That was good. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. So one of the themes of these comments is that Dustin wasn't on the show long enough to have a valid opinion. And we also got a negative review on Apple Pod, which is mixed in with all of the not a big fan of Emma or Emma fucking sucks comments. (laughs) And it says, get more knowledge, put yourself in their shoes. Dustin didn't stay long enough on his season, didn't go on paradise and go far. Therefore, Dustin doesn't understand what the final two and three are going through. Also, it's not that Clayton slept with multiple people. It's that he doesn't know what love and then they hit the character count. So I'm assuming it's what love is. But I do have to question. Do you think the person who wrote this spent more time on The Bachelor than you did, Dustin? Had to have. Had to have. They had, yeah. They had to be. It, I, it might actually be Mr. Weber. It might be. It's actually just Peter. <laughs> I think it's Peter with a um, yeah, with a different name. No, <laughs> yeah, it has again, to be like, a bachelor, and it has to be a lead <laughs> because Dustin. I mean, just because they never they showed Dustin from like the back, you know, the back side of his head like twice in the season. Dustin actually made it pretty far. <laughs> he was there, you know. He just he just was there. You know, he didn't get to see, didn't get any camera time. I was a prop. I was a prop. So prop. Just stand, yeah. just stand there, Dustin. Look good. Just stand right there, buddy. Oh All man. In the yeah. Back in my day. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I I don't know what it's like to be that far, but yeah, other people are coming in. I mean. They don't know what it's like to be on the show either and be through all that. So uh, at the end of the day, guys, it is a game. Like, yeah, I think you go on it because it's a game and it's something exciting. And if you happen to find love, I don't think love should be honestly your first reason for going on the show. I think it's the experience of this. Like, that's why you're going to go on it. And, and if you so happen to fall in love, that's a great thing. And you like go on. But I think you go on it just for the experience. And I think I think you go on to find love, not to get engaged. I think, let's throw the engagement out. If you get to that point, you really want to do it, fine. But if you want to build, because I mean, just look at the, look at the list. I mean, you go back to Katie and Blake. Did -hmm. they get engaged? They got engaged, right? Yeah, they did. You go back to Claire and Dale. They got engaged after 10. Did they they broke up too, right? They broke up. Zach and Tasha. You go back to Zach and Tasha. They break up and it's like, dude, why are we forcing these engagements? Go there to find a relationship, find a person, and to experience this, but find the person and see if it works. You know, but why then what are we... Neil, what's Neil Lane going to do? Exactly. You know, there's you the feel Neil really, Lane, you, the you feel tale. really uh, passionate about this, Mr. Harbor. Why, why, why is this, Is there man? a personal connection to this at all? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Some people watch Paradise in my season, and I'm like looking at... Being a part of that and being in paradise from day one, the first day to the last day. You know, I started dating a girl. Obviously, I was dating Nicole for half the time. We dated for like 14 days. And I thought we were progressing. And obviously, the editing and whatever wasn't exactly what went on and whatever. But we never got to that point to where we were going to get engaged. We never even talked about it. It wasn't a word said about getting engaged. We talked about moving in together, stuff like that. Moved back from that. And... What I thought was reasonable, I said, hey, we've dated for these two weeks. When I get down on the knee and propose to a woman, 
that I'm going to do that once in my life. I'm, I'm going to get married to that woman. I'm going to stay committed to that woman. And we're going to, we're going to be together. That's in my mind. That's what it is. And just, just seeing the criticism, a lot of people supported it, but a lot of people didn't. Like you said, Dustin, hey, whatever you do, people are going to like you. People aren't. People are going to think your opinion is valid. People aren't. I said, I'm not getting engaged. Producers, you should probably get engaged. You don't have to get, you don't have to get married, like date, get engaged. You'll, you do all these appearances afterwards. You'll go on this show, that show. So no, I'm not there. I don't think we're even close to that. Then they're saying, tell her you're in love with her. You got to tell her you're in love with her. I go, I'm not sure that I am. I told her I'm falling in love with you. I want to be with you. I want to meet each other's family. I want to build this thing slow in the right way. I've seen this happen too much. And then you get villainized for it, for, for not getting down on the knee when you really feel that you're not there. It's like a pressure-filled situation and people don't, each, each relationship isn't apples to apples. You know, you have to look and see if you're, if you're there and it works, like we had Dylan and Hannah in our season. They're still engaged, but we also had, you know, Chris and Katie, Demi and her girlfriend. I never wanted to do that just to do it, to be one of those guys that got engaged, to look good, to have the, and the next thing you know, you know, we're breaking up, right, uh, you know, five months later, four months later, something like that. So I am a little bit sensitive to this subject just because I've been there and I've got criticized for it. So I get I think it. That it's the idea of an engagement is so intense. And that's partially why I don't really believe that this show is how people find love because Peter's mentioned before that you only spend like, what, 24 hours with this person. The Bachelor, you hardly, you the time that you spend with them is basically the time that you're on air. You never get any alone time. Paradise is a little different. You'll get to spend more time. So I think Paradise could be more realistic. But in, in Pete's deal, still, you literally get maybe one day. Uh, How you do know? you know that you want to spend the rest of your life with that person? And then, like, for me, I only want to get engaged once. Same. I think that that's a valid thing. And I know that the success rate of bachelor couples is pretty low. But we all still watch it. And it's like, yeah, we're in it for the love story. I don't know. I think we all need to, like, look internally a little bit and be like, oh, maybe we are watching it for the game. Because if you're not in the pit and you're not, like, down with Game of Roses already – you have to kind of question why you're still watching the show when there's so much shady production stuff going on and there's so much gamifying going on on their side that we're just going to like blinders on, not recognize. I don't know. But this Reddit thread was Facts. mostly negative, but there were a couple beautiful moments in here where someone said, I like the pod because they're not in bed with production, like, and then lists off a bunch of other podcasts. I like hearing how the sausage is made, so to speak. Peter provides some behind the scenes info that others wouldn't reveal because they're so in bed. And I was like, you know, I appreciate that. That's pretty cool. There is one positive comment in here that says that I'm the star of the podcast and I will wear that crown for the rest of the day. And then Clay, you even made it. The comment says, I can only imagine all these takes getting worse when Clay Harbor joins them. So uh, yeah. we're all represented, guys. Doesn't it feel good? I was good? glad I got a comic. Oh, man. Good times. I love going down the negative rabbit hole you're moving on from reddit of any future people that go on the show man just stay off reddit it's just good it's not, not good where you it's health. not good for your mental health going on so you put this in the you put this in the bachelor breakdown so what's going on with the katie 
plus John versus Blake thing. I, I've been seeing some stuff on yeah, social media. I'm not media, familiar but, with this. I'm going to let you guys talk this one out. Yeah, let's So, go. like Clay had mentioned, Blake and Katie ended up getting engaged at the end of her season. And they were doing long distance because he was in Canada. He also then went down to like Africa. He's doing a lot of environmental sustainability and endangered species stuff, which is really freaking cool. But in that time, Katie ended up moving out to California and then was spending time with other people from her season, including John, who she is now dating. Blake accuses Katie not of physically cheating on him, but of emotionally cheating on him with John. And he has done what Katie has referred to as a press tour going around to like all of the batch pods, obviously not ours, and talking about how their relationship ended and how he felt cheated and just kind of putting that blame on Katie. So Katie and John have now been together for a while and they were just on Off the Vine, which is Caitlin Bristow's podcast, and they talked about their relationship. And of course, Blake came up. And John accused Blake of trying to stay relevant and using this to stay in the news. What do you guys take away from all of this? Mm. I don't think it's... Okay, this is my thing. First of all, whenever someone gets broken up with, cheated on, people want to uplift that person naturally. So it's... I, I doubt it. I don't, I've never met Blake. He seems like a nice guy, but I doubt he's like, oh, she did this to me. I need to go on all these tours and all these shows. I'm sure people are reaching out to him. He probably doesn't even want to do them, but he's just like, sure, I'll do it. That's my take on it. No, I, I get it too. And honestly... I don't know what happened with, you know, Katie and John, but I got some of the tea before a lot of guys do. I just hang out with the guys from that season. So I knew what had happened before it came out for like a week or two. And just for me, hearing what happened, knowing that Katie's hanging out with this guy while they're still together, which is fine. You can hang out with someone. And then they break up and... Okay, they break up and then she starts dating the guy that she was hanging out with while she was dating Blake. To me, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying anything happened. To me, if I was Blake, I would feel some type of way. Like your okay, head instantly goes there. Your head instantly goes there. I would be like, "Wait, I'm I'm into this girl. Blake obviously on the show says he's in love. I don't know their feelings, don't know the relationship. Don't know Blake or Katie." But in in my case, I'm in love with this girl. She's out there having fun, hanging out in California. We're trying to do long distance with a group of guys. And I'm like, oh, yeah, babe, go have fun. Like, you know, call me when you're home. The next thing you know, she wants to break up with me. Then next thing you know, she's dating one of the guys that she was hanging out with this whole time. But they were just friends then. And it happened after. Like, I'm thinking and me, I'm like, okay, she was still open to other opportunities while we were together. That's what I'm thinking. In my, I mean, I, I couldn't help it, but that's just what I would think. I'm mm -hmm. not taking sides here, and I don't think Blake is trying to go around and get sympathy. But hey, if he gets an interview request here or there, he's probably going to take it. He's in the influencer world. He's making connections with people. He's still doing some of the show stuff. So, you know, I understand where he's coming from. I don't know where, why, you know, he, he would, would fire those shots without really knowing what happened and knowing that they were together, you know, for a yeah. while. I also just, John accusing Blake of trying to stay relevant is just the most bottom bucket diss we can throw at anyone in Bachelor Nation. Like, is yeah. that not what this is? Like, 
once again, is that not the whole shtick? Yeah, you see you got people going on Paradise, you know, whatever, for the third, fourth time. You know, a, a lot of it is, you know, people are making a living off of this now. They're making money off of their engagement and their notoriety and, and just the, the recognizability. So it becomes a thing, you know, where a lot of people are taking these interviews and doing things. I think everybody's doing that. Don't hate the player. Yeah, it's just what you signed up for, kind of. Yeah, I completely agree. In the vein of Katie and John, they were together this weekend at an event for Hunter Montgomery, who was a contestant on Katie's season, who has just celebrated his 15 years of sobriety. And I just wanted to shout that out. That's really cool. That seemed like a really Good stuff, Hunter. Congrats, brother. Never met you, man. How old is Hunter? Yeah, 15. He doesn't look old. It looks like he's about 30. I think he's like 35 or something, somewhere around there, maybe mid-early 30s. He didn't even start drinking before he was allowed to start drinking. He had kids. I think he has two kids and decided to clean up his act. And major props to him. Congratulations on celebrating 15 years. No, it's awesome, man. My mom, uh, coming from a, a family that's experienced that before, you know, my mom's a recovered alcoholic and I'm really proud of her. She's, uh, she's been sober for like 15 years as well. And I know how hard that is and respect, bro, respect, bro. I, uh, I know how it is. I've experienced a lot of that. So keep it going, man. Happy for you. And then other news kind of related to paradise. Clay, you know, Chris Burkowski, right? One of my good friends from the show. He is officially dating Anna Redmond. They've gone public with their relationship. Yeah. No, I'm happy for Chris. Happy for Anna. Chris is one of my good friends. Obviously, we knew about this for a long time. They've been dating. But yeah, it's good. Chris is on his like seventh bachelor show now. You know, it's like seventh bachelor <laughs> girlfriend. You know, so, <laughs> giving, giving you a hard time, Chris. I love you, man. I had to throw the joke out there, bro. But uh, congrats. You love to see it. You love to see two Chicagoans just fall in love. Love it. All right. So then there are two things from night one that I wanted to hit with you guys. First, there were teaser pics released by Mike Fleiss and then other people of the ladies on night one waiting outside Bachelor Mansion. This is Gabby and Rachel, who Dustin obviously hates. I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to. They are in their dresses. They look absolutely gorgeous. It then made me think, huh, how is this going to change the dynamic of the limo exits? What do you think of both women standing in the foyer when these guys walk in? What, how, like you guys have done the walk up before. How is this going to change that? I think it's going to be exactly like that. I think, you know, no one knows who their connection is going to be with. I think you go up there, you meet both women, you say hello. And, you know, that's the first step. I mean, that's the first step in understanding probably who you're going to have a connection with. I'm sure there's going to be half the guys are like, this is who I'm going for. My connection with her was this. I want this. And I think there's going to be guys that walk out of the limo and like, I, I don't, I, I, I kind of like both of them. It's like, this is the first time people are getting a little taste of actually being a contestant and being a lead, I guess. Cause I guess you do have a choice now. Very interesting. I don't, I'm not a big fan guys. I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan of the, uh, it feels gimmicky. It feels like this, this, this whole thing, the bachelor is known for being the bachelor and the bachelorette, Right. Mm-hmm. There's one bachelor and then there's guys or girls coming to court them and decide if they want 
to be with that single person. This feels like it's a completely different show. It changes the whole dynamic. And I don't know how the fans, like the hardcore fans, are going to feel about it. I know it's entertainment. I know it's TV. But to me, it feels like a slight... I mean, I'm not... It, it feels like a slight to women. It feels like a slight slight to these two girls. Why? Having to share these the spotlight. Two women, now these two women have to share the spotlight? Why didn't we get... Why didn't we do Clayton and Andrew? Why didn't we do Clayton and... You know, Michael A. Why don't we do Clayton and it? Like, if you wanted Clayton, give the women a chance to choose. We don't have any of this issue with Clayton. But now, okay, it's the guy's turn. Now we're gonna. Now they're gonna get to pick which bachelorette they want. Why won't you do that for the for the bat? You, you got all these guys, all these people saying they want a different bachelor, but you're just stuck to this guy. And I love Clayton. I mean, tough season. He had a lot of. He, you know, he ended up coming out with Susie. So in my eyes, it's successful. You know, he found love. He's dating Susie. Let's hope it works out. But now all of a sudden it's a woman's turn and you're going to make them split. And now they're going to have to compete against each other, two friends, to see which guy likes them. Sounds like great TV. It's gimmicky. It sounds like great TV, <laughs> but it's gimmicky and it feels like it's their turn for the spotlight. And they kind of got jaded a little bit because now they got to compete against each other. It's going to make them a little more insecure. They're not completely in control. A guy could just, you know, I, you know, I'm liking her. Like, okay, now a guy's falling in love with Gabby. Then he likes Rachel. You know exactly what they're gonna do with this season. I mean, if you oh, don't, you sure. never watch the show. They're gonna one guy. They're both gonna like the same guy. They're gonna start getting upset. They're go, that's what's gonna happen. And it feels TV. like it's discounting the position Great of TV. the Bachelorette. Great it, it feels TV. very discounted for them. I disagree because I think for what happened to the two ladies, which everyone thinks I hate them, of how they kind of were together in that breakup moment, I, I guess you would say, or disconnect towards the end. They kind of had the same heartbreak at the same time. Top two ladies. Yeah. Or three. I, I think I think the fans wanted this. I think the fans wanted, I think, again. Both of them because the I'm opportunity. Not, I think, I think, I think the fans pick one, see in paradise, you're gonna have a bunch of bunch of hot guys to pick from in paradise. No, I like this idea. I but I will say, can we go ahead and give our I'm gonna go ahead and say I think they're gonna end up with no one and you're just gonna have a stronger friendship from this. That's my they found each other. The That's my about take the from it. You make along the way. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of awkward too if you see one that kind of goes on and be a happy. One has a happy relationship. The other can't find one. They like the same guy. The guy picks one, not the other. I mean, I just feel like it's for them. It's discounted. It's a little unfair. I feel like okay, do this with the guys. Do this with the guys. The word that you used that stands out to me is picks, and you gave it to the man in the situation. The point of being the bachelorette is that exactly. you are in control. You, you are get to in make charge. the decisions. You are in control. But this shifts that paradigm, gives it to a potentially potentially a man who is going to have to pick between the two of them. Yeah, so That's now the a bachelor. girl said, we already had girl, that show. Yeah. Sends a guy home, like, no, you're leaving. No, I want him to stay. No, like he's this out is of here. He did some drama. Joe Millionaire. It's did you Joe watch Millionaire. Joe Millionaire? I did uh, a, a long time way ago. back in the day. But okay, so I the feel... new version they did where one guy was a millionaire and one guy wasn't. And if you take away the money concept, it's a group of women dating two guys. It's literally what they're doing, swap the genders, with this next season of The Bachelorette. I don't love it. I think that they both deserve a full spotlight. I love their friendship. I think that that's cool. But I think putting their friendship before giving each of them the actual 
autonomy of being the bachelorette is going to make it so that they don't have as much control so that you they don't have that be? say. Yeah. yeah. You want to both be the bachelorette? Guess what? We did last time. We said Michelle's a bachelorette. We said Katie's a bachelorette. Why don't we do two that? Seasons. Give them both two seasons. No. Give them both their own season. Justin wants a break. No, I'm enjoying <laughs> this break right now. <laughs> I need some time to free up my Mondays. Yeah, I think I think actually the show has a lot of... Ba- I think they already have a bachelor in mind already. Not even from this season. I think they're really backed up on good contestants. Like There have been some great guys. There have been who's some great your, uh, women. Who's your thought then, Dustin? Who's going to be the next Bachelor? Yeah, you said you think they already got it. You got to have an idea who they're going to pick. Yeah, I'm not going to say, though. I've heard some things. I'm not going to say. That's called insider information. I don't want to Insider trading right there. I do have a question for you. It's going to be Clayton again. <laughs> yeah, right. If I, do I haven't have a, heard it, Dustin hasn't heard it. I have a question for you, Clay, and what you don't know. Uh, Nathaniel Mitchell is our buddy that's on the show currently at the moment. He hasn't come home yet, so... He might be building some connections. Who do you think he's building a connection with, if you had to say? Gabby. I think uh, Nate's type. You know, we've hung out with Nate a lot over the last few years. And um, I think Nate's type is more Gabby than Rachel. I think it's going to be Gabby as well. Yeah. We'll see. I love Gabby. I will, like, I declare myself the president of the Gabby fan club, which if she ever wants to come on the show, she's more than welcome. But again, we'll see if that ever happens. We'll see. Last but not least on Bachelor Breakdown. Last but not least, Jesse Palmer released a bunch of selfies. And I did steal this image from Bachelor Reality on a reality on Instagram. Please give them a follow. It's one of my favorite accounts to follow personally. But Jesse Palmer posted a bunch of selfies from night one. It starts at 10.22 p.m., then 1.23 a.m., 4.06 a.m., and then 6.58 a.m. So I wanted your guys' take on night one. When does it start? Because obviously it's dark by the time the limos are rolling up. And it doesn't get dark until kind of late in L.A. So Yeah, I think he has a time frame just about down. I think I remember when I was on the show getting picked up from the limo probably around like... It's always later than what they tell you, but I think it was around like anywhere from 9.30 to like 9.45 of getting picked up in the limo. Then you're in the limo for a while. Then you're driving to the location. Then you're you're stu- you're sitting in the limo, waiting for all those nerves. I mean, I you're so freaking nervous. Are you popping it, bottles in the limo? Negative, not yet. You're just building up all these nerves. You're meeting these other guys in the limo, and then like that that probably takes off. I mean, the first person probably comes out around ten ten thirty ish, and then you your night starts. It's a That's long... past my bedtime. It's a long... And you know what's so hard about it is normally, I mean, we've all been to a party. We've all probably had a night to where we stayed up till probably 7 a.m. And, you know, you, you when you do that, you're normally having a great time. It's fun. Time kind of just slips by. And you're like, fuck, it's, the sun's coming up. Here, it's very odd, very different. Because, again, like, you're at a party. You're focusing on one woman. You only get maybe... If you're lucky, 15 minutes with her that night. If you're lucky, the rest of the night, you're with these other guys. No music. You're in the suit. All kind of this like uncomfortable. It's just like a long, dragged out night. You're doing some interviews, but it is not a fun night. It's long as shit. So are you ripping caffeine pills? Are you gunning Two Red drinks Bull? Per, How do you get through? I don't think you can bring those. I don't think they, I think they check you for any kind of pills you bring. You can't take caffeine pills? Oh, 
count me yeah, out. Yeah, I, I doubt they would let you bring caffeine pills. I think that could be some kind of liability. But yeah, they don't let you bring really anything unless it's vitamins. And you just so you had two drinks an hour, but does that include like a vodka Red Bull? Because I'm needing yeah, I'm used, needing caffeine. Yeah, you if could do we're Red staying Bull. up till seven a.m. and I'm not allowed to get slapped. We would put Red Bull with Chardonnay. Oh my god! Yeah, that the, was the John Paul Jones, wasn't it? JPJ. Yeah. yeah, the JPJ. Yeah, two drinks an hour is crazy. But yeah, it's a long night. Then like it probably finishes around six fifty-eight. Nice with that photo we're seeing. And then after that, like you don't even get home, like or get home. You don't really get to sleep probably until like eight or nine. Uh, it's a it's a long day. Jeez, that sounds absolutely brutal. And I know that they give you guys those B twelve shots, which I will very clearly say shots because I got crucified for saying vaccines last time because apparently vaccine and a shot are different things and I did not go to med school. I'm so sorry. My my biology and chemistry scores were low, but it just seems like a lot. It's a lot. Even and with that B12 immuno boost to like pull these late nights. And this isn't the only one, right? You're for months doing these bender nights where like rose ceremonies go super late too, right? Rose ceremonies are always the latest nights. So this is the latest day. The first day is going to be the latest. After that, that's going to be the hardest day. After that, you normally wake up early, do interviews. You might be picked for a group date. You go on it. You might not chill all day at the house. Group dates normally go very late too. Probably you're thinking anywhere from 12 to 3 a.m. And you get back, go to sleep. Again, this is why... A lot of people get so emotional and they might seem very dramatic, but you're, you're not getting the proper amount of sleep in regular hours. So if me and Clay were on there, he called me a brat. I might get a little emotional. I might be like, first of all, I'm going to throw your jacket first in the pool. Of all, you know, it's like the littlest things kind of tick you off because you're under this, this controlled environment. Bring back the old days. No more two drink limit. Oh, you know, no more two drink limit. We're all Love adults. Island, the first two seasons when there's no drink limit and they're just ripping cigs outside. That's what I want from The Bachelor. Let me tell you some story. So this past weekend, I got ordained to officiate a wedding. The night before, I was so nervous. I was probably, I haven't been that nervous probably since I went on the show. I think I took back like 15 drinks just to try to eat. Like when you're nervous drinking, like you drink a lot because I, I don't oh, think yeah. you feel the effects of the alcohol in your system for a while. Oh my gosh. But on that note, Clay, I think we might have a business, my guy. If we officiate weddings, bachelor guys officiating weddings, are you kidding me? We might be onto something. It could be like Cameo where you go on the app, you book who you want for your wedding, you fly them out. Take care of the lodging. I think you're onto something, bro. I don't think that's my personality. I think you would crush that, though. I'm I'm all for a Dustin ordained minister business. I'm all for it. I'll invest in that. Now I'm gonna pimp you out. I'm behind the scenes. If you're listening you to this podcast and you have any idea how to do app coding, let us know. Oh, Slide yeah, into the awesome. DMs. We'd love to talk about this idea. We're going. We're going public with it. I need a couple apps. Yeah. To wrap up Bats or Breakdown, I think that's our last Bats or Breakdown, right? Yeah, it's all that. Not, so the nice thing about the offseason is there's not a lot of content. It's nice. Not a lot going on. Nice. Nice to breathe. Something will happen. Something will pop up here shortly. Before we do take off, I do want to give a little shout out to um, me and Clay with our partners, Chelsea and Shannon, back in Chicago, started this thing called Fitness in the Park. Fitness in the Park is a way for you to get your workouts at the park 
for the sense of community with other people. It's always a good time. We normally donate a lot of proceeds to charities as well. But me and Clay decided we're going to probably do this in New York as well. If you are in New York or Chicago and would like to join Fitness in the Park, follow our page and sign up through the Halo app. We're going to do two plus probably two to four workouts a month, and it's $20 a month. If you guys like to join, get a free workout in, come hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of exciting stuff this summer, guys. Yeah, we'll have music. You know, usually in Chicago, we had a DJ. Obviously, we got to see what uh, rules we have in the parks out here. But DJ free supplements. You know, we usually go out and have a, a cocktail or two afterwards as a, as a group. It's a, it's a fun time. So I uh, look forward to seeing you guys. And that's all we got. All right. We'll uh, catch you all next time. All right. Take you guys out next Tuesday. Wait, is this a Tuesday or Thursday show? This is a Tuesday episode. We got... Man, it must be nice to be a, a third roommate. You can shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And Pete will be back guys, on Thursday. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, it's been fun, you guys. I'm sure you'll see me again in the future. But um, appreciate you guys. It's been fun. Dustin, Emma, Bachelors in the City. I'm glad I could help. Thank you so much, sir. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music. Our producer is Emma Martins, and our executive producer is Red Yoakum. Our audio engineer is Enrique Inahosa. Subscribe and like or review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. Got questions for us about the show, life, or really whatever? DM at Bachelors in the City Podcast on Instagram for a chance to be a featured third roommate. We'll catch you next time.